0: Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. Welcome back to another week of Hash It Out. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and I have been a couples and family therapist for over a decade. My entire focus is on helping people develop healthier, happier relationships. And the reason I do that is because research has shown again and again that the number one predictor of emotional and physical health is the quality of our relationships. And yet, so much of our focus when it comes to mental health, emotional health, physical health ignores that. And especially in Western societies, we make it a very individualized problem. There must be something wrong with you. Instead of what's going on with us as a collective. When I work with people in my office and I've worked with thousands of people, I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of couples, I've worked with many families. What I've found is that when people are presenting with challenges in their lives, that when their relationships improve, either because they learn to engage with their relationships differently, or because the other people in their system engage with them differently, things improve. It doesn't mean that the relationship improvement is a cure-all. What it does mean is that when we are supported and loved and our stress is reduced between ourselves and other people, we can thrive, we can get the help we need, we feel better about ourselves, And so this week, I want to talk about the power of others, the power of strangers, the power of friends, the power of family. And we're going to talk about that through the lens of one of my favorite concepts, which is turning towards. John Gottman and Robert Levinson conducted some research together over many, many, many years trying to answer the question, what separates the relationship masters from the relationship disasters? And what they observed in a facility that they called the Love Lab, where they put a lot of couples into a space together, and they recorded them discussing their relationship, is that the couples who thrived did something called turning towards. What Gottman said was, after many months of watching these tapes with my students, and by tapes, he means the tapes of the couples having the conversations, it dawned on me. Maybe it's not the depth of intimacy and conversations that matters. Maybe it doesn't even matter whether couples agree or disagree. Maybe the important thing is how these people pay attention to each other, no matter what they're talking about or doing he realized that the couples in the healthiest relationships make attempts to connect and they have the other person accepting those attempts to connect. And he called those attempts to connect bids. Now, let's move out of the sphere of couples in romantic relationships. We see this everywhere. It doesn't matter if I am working with a parent and their child, if I'm working with friends, if I'm working with co-founders of a company, if I'm working with a person who's had an experience with a stranger, we make bids to connect. They're sometimes verbal, they're sometimes nonverbal, they're sometimes conscious, sometimes unconscious, all of the time. And we're very impacted by whether or not those attempts to connect are responded to. Today, I want to encourage you to think about the ways in which you've made attempts to connect to others today. Think about an example of attempting to connect with a stranger. Maybe you smiled at somebody in line. Think about an attempt to connect with a loved one, a friend, a partner, a child, another family member. And think about an attempt that you made to connect with, let's say, a colleague. So someone that maybe isn't in your closest sphere, but is still an acquaintance of some sort. What was that like for you? Was it vulnerable? Did it feel good? And how did they respond? Now, you might find that they responded in one of three ways. They either turned towards you, which means that they acknowledged you. They turned away, which means that they ignored you, or they turned against, which means that maybe they got argumentative with you or rejected you or put you down in some way. We feel the best when we're able to make bids in the world and people turn towards us most of the time, and we feel isolated and unrecognized when people turn away and against. This week, I'm going to talk about how this plays out in our many different spheres of influence. From the people who are closest to us, to those that are mere acquaintances, to people that are really strangers. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and you can find me on Instagram at LizListens. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love hearing from you. Please take a moment to leave a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out.